While they're all talking state standards, we're sitting on a bar stool making fun of them. Classroom Brew Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Classroom Brew. I think this is number 246. I, I lost track, to be honest with you. I lose track periodically. And of course I do. Why would I keep track of that for four or five years or so? But uh, it's another one of those. So make sure to reach out at Classroom Brew on social media, including TikTok and Instagram. You can also reach me at uh, the email, that is, which is classroombrew at gmail.com. It's such a habit to just say, like, you can reach me at, and then you just go after the, the username. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can subscribe on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash classroombrew. And I think that's about it. I think if you go to podbean.com slash classroombrew uh, or slash pro slash classroombrew, you can also get that month free to start your own podcast or to do stuff for your own small business, which I guess is a pretty important thing to, t- to do if you're trying to promote it. Um, Hey, a big uh, shout out to Science Adam. He made he made this borscht, like a, a borscht, like a stew, a Russian a Russian stew or whatever, which is very, very nice of him. But I told him, you know what, for for Ukraine, not today. We are not having borscht. Nothing Russian. <laughs> is that bad to go after that? But no, it was very delicious. Even though not today because of Ukraine, just not going for it. But uh, I, I will have borscht. This is the first time I ever had it. I will have borscht three hundred and sixty two days out of the year but not during 335 days out of the year, but not this month when Ukraine is on the forefront of our mind. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. People for sure forgot about Ukraine. People forget about Ukraine because they're so focused on Will Smith and Chris Rock, which I'm not going to talk about because there's way too much focus on it and there could be focus on other things. I'm not going to talk about Chris Rock and Will Smith. Even when I'm recording this, that was like a week or two ago, but I'm not going to talk about it because it's getting way more attention than literal war crimes and atrocities taking place elsewhere, which is also getting more attention than anything in some sort of like non-white, uh, even third world countries. And it's been going on for decades, years, centuries, and no one knows about it. But anyways, it's a separate thing. I digress. So now that it's April, it's fitting that at the end of April, we're having, or the middle of April, whenever the episode comes out, I don't know, we're having the equivalent of a March Madness incentive for students. And you might be thinking, why wouldn't you just do the March Madness incentive during March, Ryan? And I would say, well, because I didn't make it. And also the people that did, it was a great idea, but the requirements were too much for our students. So they had to move it back by a couple, maybe three weeks. And when I say it was too much, what I mean by that is that the requirement was to not have any Fs. And there was only enough for, so they were going to make like a bracket style thing for kids to, to compete in a March Madness style, like mini tournament or whatever for like a two hour span at the end of the day. And there would only have been enough. I think it was like a three on three or four on four. There would have only been enough for one team to compete, meaning we're talking three or four, possibly five kids that didn't have a single F. What does that tell you? 
when it when when you are not sure what to do in the district of CPS and kids can't meet the requirements, don't address that issue. Just change the requirements. Isn't that the CPS way? It is what it is. I don't know what else to say about it. So I don't want to because it's gonna make me. It's gonna make me. It's gonna make me sad. Uh, so I think with that in mind, for my own sanity, this seems like a great chance to get to this week's new teacher motivation, even though, ironically, it's, well, you know what? I'm not going to say what this one's about, but we got a new teacher motivation for this week, and I hope you guys enjoy it. I Doing it sometimes off the dome, I think, is the best strategy. Are you tired, teachers? Are you sick of never getting to eat your lunch until your car ride home? Are you sick of Timmy in third period, fucking Timmy, who won't stop farting for attention on a Tuesday? Then it's time for a break. It's time for some professional development. A PD, if you will. Ever wanted to unfairly give a PD litter? Give a PD leader a taste of your own student's medicine? Just stay on mute. Don't participate even once. Because we all know, as professional adults, that any icebreaker, no matter how clever, no matter how easy, no matter how inspiring, even if it is a little bit lame, no one wants to do it. Stop giving fucking icebreakers. We're sick of it. We're adults. Can we not do that on a PD play? It's just got it. Just, just once in my life for a PD. Can we not? I digress. And sure, they may require you to show up to your school, even though the PD is online. And yes, the meeting host will for sure spend the first five minutes on mute. But go find an empty classroom, kick back, and listen to the repeat PD you had last year and already know all the information to. Go ahead and listen to the same four people, usually a first-year teacher, dominate the conversation that you want no part of. Feel free to eat your lunch during school hours for the first time ever. And the moment that someone knocks on your door you lower that volume on the laptop, you turn off those lights, and you hide. Because those questions, they can wait. That student, that staff member, that parent, they can for sure wait. Besides, they think you're out today anyway. So be out today, teachers. Be as out during your professional development as your students are on a daily basis. Even stank-ass Timmy. <laughs> I think that's actually pretty good. That's so stressful to get it done in the time frame of the, the music video uh, thing or whatever. And sure, is it my own? Do, am I going to get copyright claimed for the audio? Probably, but I don't monetize on YouTube anyway, so it doesn't fucking matter. But hey, that's our, that's our motivation. That one was on PD, a.k.a professional development.
So, um, yeah, we've got uh, a lovely a lovely situation with our our track meets going on. We had to reschedule one because it was very sketchy. We had to go with a different one because one of them was like that we didn't know who the meet host was, and like the address was like someone's personal home for the meet. We we're like, we got to do a travel form here for the district to approve us taking kids out of the building. I don't know what to put if it's directing us to like Joe Smith's apartment. <laughs> Like it probably had like a, an apartment number. Like, yeah, this track meet's gonna be at one two three four South Regular Lane, apartment two S North. Like, what? What are we gonna do with all these kids? There were like eighteen teams that registered, and they were all gonna cram in to someone's one bedroom studio apartment, whatever it was. It was so sketchy. So we found something better, and I'm very relieved. So shout out to Kai for finding something better. Uh, and you know what? Maybe it works out because the meet is going to be even closer. Maybe we can get away with walking the kid, running the kid, track meet, um, getting the kids to the meet that way. But we'll we'll see. But hey, it's it's the final stretch. Uh, I'm pretty excited about it, uh, which is a really great opportunity to get into our cliches, our teacher cliches, and they are. Uh oh, here comes trouble. Oh, drum roll. I heard this one from Asika at the end of a a week. This is like on a Friday, walk into everybody's cars, and I don't know this person very well, known him for five years, just like in passing. But they go, don't do anything I wouldn't do, referencing their weekend. Fuck off with that one. Drum roll, please. This one is very fitting, of course, but this one, especially with you being in the final stretch of quarter four, hence the transition. How many days until summer, am I right? Just counting down the days. Oh, those teacher cliches. I for sure buy into that one. I'm for sure part of the problem there was saying that one. And you know what? Most of the time we all are, and it's all good. Don't shame anybody. But that's that's where we're at with that. Uh, fun little like closing thought. I, I am not a big young adult literature person, but I remember very vividly for some reason in middle school I want to say like sixth or seventh, I think seventh grade, we read The Shadow Club. And then on my own, I read like Shadow Club Rising and Full Tilt, written by this guy, Neil Schusterman, who, who by the way, he's like a National Book Award winning recipient. Um, like he's a big deal, uh, this guy from New York or whatever. And I looked him up and I was like, that doesn't look like him. And then I looked up something from like the, the mid 2000s and I was like, that's the guy I remember. Because I remember my... My middle school English teacher, there was a competition for making a poster. And whoever made the, like, the best posters, I think like 10 of us uh, got selected or whatever. We got to, by the way, the poster for sure did it the night before, but I worked my ass off because I was actually reading this guy's books. So Neil Schusterman, I doubt it, but if you're listening, you know, you want to be on the podcast. Um, but he did this thing where it was like a, a workshop where we got to like talk to him and, you know, meet him and stuff like that. And he let us kind of like brainstorm you know, just a like the start of a story. I doubt he ever used it because it's probably garbage shit. But, but it was not. He was a very nice guy. He signed. He gave us copies of Shadow Club Rising, and I was like, I already read it. But I got a nice, cool signed copy. I remember he made a mistake on like the date or or something like that, which I thought was pretty cool at the time. Uh, it still is kind of cool, you know what I mean? Because it make, you know that it's human, a human that did it. Uh, but he was a really nice guy. And then I was looking, and I never really realized just how long his bibliography is. Like, this guy's got, like, over 50-some... Like he's got stuff with the X-Files that he was part of. The Unwind Distology. 
Obviously, he wrote The Shadow Club and Shadow Club. I didn't realize The Shadow Club was written in 1988. And here I am sitting there reading it in the 2000s like this is such a great new book. I was an idiot. Uh, A book called Scythe. Like this guy is like no joke. And, you know, I thought it was cool. Like I knew it was a big deal at the time, but I didn't quite really realize how, is anyone a middle school teacher that can actually grasp how fucking cool this is? (laughs) that I met Neil Schusterman. And I know authors aren't exactly movie stars, but he's a big deal author, you know? Did he write Unwind? I never read Unwind. If he's listening, I read Unwind. He did. He did. He wrote it. In 2007, he wrote it. The guy has a huge bibliography, and I met the guy, and I forgot about it till now, despite having a podcast for four to five years where I talk about stuff both as my, my time as with my time as a student and also my time as a teacher, where we also have had former teachers of mine on. <laughs> Shout out to Steve. And I didn't think to remember the time I met Neil Schusterman, the author. How did I not think of this? Yeah. Anyway. <sighs> Sorry, it, it really came to me when I was driving to work one day. Um, the guy's got a great so, hey, uh, you know, if anyone, if, if you seriously are a middle school teacher, reach out at Classroom Brew or uh, classroombrew at gmail.com because I would love to hear more. Um, and hey, shout out to Neil Schusterman. If his people are listening or if he's listening himself, which I doubt it. Well, actually, no, because if you're, if you're hearing this now, that means you're listening. So, Neil Schusterman, if you're listening, and I know that you are, reach out at Classroom Brew on social media. Check out my TikTok. Apparently, it's doing better. <laughs> Uh, and big shout out to Matt for getting that going. But hey, uh, thank you so much for listening to this one. We're going to keep it short because honestly, I'm recording this before I go on a, a big trip and I needed to get a few episodes here. Bang. And when I say a few, I mean five. So um, thank you so much. Uh, stay safe, stay healthy. And until next week, class dismissed. This is Classroom Brew. Classroom Brew on Patreon. Koozies and coasters, shot glasses, bonus content, and voting power. Mitch Cromwell from Minnesota has a thousand classrooms. Shit is crazy, but that's Minnesota. Leo Sanchez got a lot of land. He's been on the pod. It was really grand. He's teaching in person during COVID. Sabrina Bachman from Ohio. Teaches French class, but I don't remember French. Sorry for my teacher who taught me French. 
really cool, but that was years ago. This dude beat cancer, getting real strong. He posted on the gram, he's a real bad ass. James Biner, James Biner, that's fucking right, James Biner. Cindy Montoya from California, Lazy Teacher Podcast, that's a bad look. Definitely not lazy, big time podcast man, Melinda Bradley. Melinda Bradley, she's from Florida, for PPE, for her staff photo, that's Melinda, Melinda Bradley, Melinda Bradley, classroom crew, check it out on patreon.com, 